Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our weekly um, calls for our team calls. I'm super excited to talk to you guys this March about um, presentation and sharing, um, how to effectively share with other people about the products and the business and how to present yourself in a really comfortable and confident um, way, which I think is really important in this business, obviously. But this week, um, I thought it would be important to, first of all, talk about the importance of being interested in other people as far as it relates to networking or building relationships or selling things, no matter what, you have to show an interest in other people to be effective as an individual in this industry. So I'm going to go ahead and read you a Maya Angelou quote that you've probably heard before, but the quote says this, I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did but people will never forget how you made them feel. So more than the facts that we share and the words that we speak, um, the passion for what we have, for what we do, and the care that we show for other people is what people will remember about us. And I think that's why it's really important to be interested in other people in this business. So um, we're going to talk about a very general concept. It's not hard to understand this concept, but it's not necessarily first nature for a lot of people. And so, um, this is a business where we kind of have to combine our business, our professional and personal lives. Um, they're one in the same in a sense, but also, um, we can still practice boundaries and things. Um, but as we are talking about, um, the importance of being interested in other people, I want to talk about how to form relationships with other people. And this can be, People that you already know, maybe it's just like, I don't know, um, just people you don't even know. Like, how do I talk to a person, um, like a total stranger about my product if I don't even know anything about them? That's weird. Or like we have those situations where we don't want to be the salesy people, right? We don't want to be the people that are just selling to people. We want to be someone that feels like it's very comfortable for this. Like this is very comfortable for us to do. So In that way, um, I wanted to talk about forming relationships. And F-O-R-M, FORM, of course, is an acronym for four different things. (laughs) Naturally, this book is full of representations, and I just really love it. So the F stands for family. So these are sections of questions that we can ask people. Um, F standing for family, these are some questions that you can ask people about Um, family-related subjects. So the first one is, where are you from? Um, What brought you to the area? How long have you lived here? Tell me about your family. How did you meet your partner? Um, And those are just ways to, you know, really connect with them. Um, You might have some similarities, you might not. But no matter what, at least these are ways that we can connect with other people, especially people that we don't know. The... O sounds like, sorry, sounds like the O is occupation in form. So occupation, questions for occupation are, what is it that you do? What do you love about your job? Is it rewarding? I'd love to hear more about your business. Did you go to school for that? What was your degree in? What made you go into that line of work? So this is really more about kind of 
gearing towards like, what are your passions, you know, and this is really interesting to learn this stuff about people, just to figure out what brought them to the area in life that they are in now. Um, I think that's really important, right? It's important to be able to connect with people and stuff that they're passionate about, because it is in that connection, that conversation that they are likely to also ask you what you are passionate about. And then you're able to talk more about this stuff in a more natural and comfortable way. So it doesn't feel awkward or forced in the conversation. The next letter in form is the R and R is for recreation. So, um, I do this one a lot. <laughs> I feel like the easiest way to talk to people is to compliment them because no one's ever upset about a compliment, you know? So the first question is, um, I love your insert something here. Where did you get it from? So like, I love your purse. Where'd you get it? Um, I don't know. I love your house. Where'd you get it? I'm just kidding. You couldn't say that. Obviously they got the house from where it is. Um, <laughs> just some sort of item that you love. Um, people are never mad about a compliment, not even strangers. So that's a good one. Um, another question is, I also enjoy that. How did you get started in it? Do you have any su suggestions for a restaurant I can try in the area? What do you do when you're not working? All of these kind of, it, again, on the topic of passions, but also like kind of gives you an idea of what they're good at, what they enjoy doing. You might be able to connect with them and say, oh my gosh, me too. Um, maybe we can do that together sometime. You can almost like plan more around things that you guys are interested in like common hobbies that you have. And that's just really encouraging because if you're building that relationship on an even deeper level, um, you're even more likely to be, um, you know, connected with them in that way. And then the last letter is M, which is for motivation slash message. So these are a couple questions in that area. What is the, what in the past has made you the happiest? So these are kind of like more deeper questions. Maybe these would be the last questions you talk about. I mean, I don't know. just depends on who you are. Um, another question is, um, what did you dream of doing when you were a child? I love that question. Um, aside from your work and hobbies, what is important to you? What is your goal right now? And what are some things on your bucket list? So I think that I love the order in which these were portrayed and form, um, because it's almost like last we're going to see like what really drives them, you know, like almost like this is the area where they're able to dream, right? The motivation slash, slash message. This is their why. And we talked about why a lot last month. And when you're able to connect with someone's why, you're seriously able to like deepen the relationship so much more than you ever could have before. So even understanding what their why in this situation is might lead them to want to know more about your why. And also they might connect more to your message. Do you know how much easier it is to talk about things whenever you're connected on such a deep level? It's not like such a surface thing where you're like, selling them something that they may or may not need. It's like you're able to connect with them and then they see you talking about it and they're like, oh my gosh, I trust her and I love her. And if she loves this, I probably would love it too because we also love tennis and we also had dreams of doing this and we also blah, blah, blah. It's almost like they like join in on the whole like, hey, me too. Like if I'm so close, like if we're so close or like 
I guess you don't even have to be close with them, but like if we have things in common, then we're likely to like the same things, right? If I like you, then I also like the things that you like. And it can also create some sort of FOMO, right? So fear of missing out. Um, It could just be like a genuine like, ooh, I like her. She's doing that. Awesome. Or like, um, like sometimes when I hear that people are doing really cool things, I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to get invested in that because I don't know, I haven't been doing very many cool things lately. (laughs) So it could also do that. But having any of these conversations are not bad because ultimately like we're in the business of building relationships, which is what we talk about all the time. And building relationships is so much like it's rewarding in itself. And then also to get paid for it, you're like, how the heck did I end up in this business? What is happening to me? (laughs) So in that, um, just realize your potential for the relationships that you have. Don't look at connecting with other people as almost like this awkward thing where it has to be forced and uncomfortable. The truth is if it feels awkward. It probably is. So change up your delivery. Like I know that a lot of people look at aspects like this as like, almost like, um, I want to say if I'm an introvert, then this isn't something I can do. And if I'm an extrovert, then this is something I could totally do. But I don't necessarily think that's true. I mean, there's a lot of introverts who are really intentional in relationships and are really great at listening. And that's huge in this business to pay attention like that. Um, And extroverts, true, they might be more likely to be social. And this is totally like putting introverts and extroverts into a box. But I mean, extroverts also tend to be very contra- like conversationally gifted in talking to everyone and might ne- not necessarily be great at investing in relationships. So don't look at your personality or the way that you do things to be something that can be a hindrance. It's only a hindrance if you allow it to be. So view who you are as an asset that you can use in the business to connect with other people in your own specific way. Because the truth is like the brand of who you are right now, the brand of who you are as a person is needed because you exist. Like (laughs) because of the way you are, you will be successful and there's no other person just like you. And so when I think about that in the terms of connecting with other people, how much more special is it to have someone come to you and be like, oh my gosh, like, I'm so excited to get to know you. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to connect with this person. Oh my gosh, I have so many questions for you. (laughs) Stranger on the street, like, (laughs) obviously do it with like some sort of level of discretion, but you know what I'm saying. And um, lastly, I just wanted to mention um, that I feel like in this business, I have definitely from time to time felt like desperate for a sale. Okay. And I don't want you to judge me or call me a desperate person, but you know, that moment when you've been either just talking to someone for so long and you're like, Oh my God, just sign up already. Or you might be like so close to hitting your goal. And so you're like, Oh dude, if this person would just sign up today. And so you like throw incentives at them and you like disconnect yourself from your relationship with them and just put them in this box of like, please buy this thing right now. You're desperate. Yes. We've all felt that. I really feel like we have, even if we don't want to admit it. And the thing about that desperation is, um, we're not necessarily giving time to build the relationship because we're so focused on the sale. And I really think that this can really trip us up because 
one, where did this desperation even come from? You know, is it from like trying to make a sale? Is it from like wanting to be successful from blah, blah, blah? Like, are you connecting like who you are to how well you do? Like, where's this coming from? But also the question is, is it more beneficial to invest in a relationship or to rush for an immediate sale? Which one is more important? And trust me, if anyone understands the want for an immediate sale and the desperation for wanting to hit a goal, it's your sister over here. I totally get it. But the point is, we don't, like, I personally don't ever want someone to feel pressured to sign up as soon as I want them to, because I want them to order when they're ready. Now, why would I want them to wait and order whenever they're ready to get a kit instead of me pressuring them to get it whenever it like fits my timeline instead of theirs. And it's because if we're forcing someone to order their kit, how are you also going to force them to use and fall in love with the oils? How are you going to come over to their house? Are you going to live with them for the next three weeks? Um, no, (laughs) because you don't have time to make them love the oils. The truth is if we wait until people are ready to buy their kits, instead of making them feel forced into buying things that they're not ready for, then they're literally going to be so excited to get their kit. They're going to be so excited to get started. And guess who's more likely to jump on ER guys, your new signup. So even though it's not as convenient for us, and it takes a lot of patience, we want to encourage them and make sure they know, Hey, I just want to let you know, I don't actually want you to sign up until you're ready to sign up. I don't want you to ever feel pressured to sign up for me. I want you to sign up when you're ready to sign up. And that's not to say you can't encourage them to sign up. You can't tell them about sales that are happening or incentives that you're offering. Absolutely. Tell them about all those things, but gives it gives us a lot more time to build the relationship with them and also to make them feel more comfortable in ordering their kit and falling in love with Young Living's products. So there are tons of ways to implement this really. Um, And I mean, ultimately it just goes into reaching out to people to catch up with them or actually talking to people that you're too afraid to talk to or taking advantage of networking opportunities, like go to the party that your friend's having when you'd rather be in bed watching Netflix, go to whatever event it is that's actually growing your network, even though you'd rather spend time at home by yourself or with your family, like take advantage of those opportunities because it might be a time that you can connect with people and they might be able to follow, follow you more closely in your postings on social media, or they might think of you as the oil lady, right? And then come to you whenever they're having health issues or um, needing some sort of um, health supplement or oil. And this can come through reaching out to old friends to catch up or connecting with coworkers in at work or outside of work. It doesn't matter. Um, and I recently did this by making a list of everyone that I've ever known. Um, I don't super recommend that because it's a lot of work and really tiring. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of work. But my goal was to write down at least a thousand people that I've known and reach out to five of them a day just to reconnect, talk with them. 
um, so that I could potentially get more enrollments and grow my network. And it's been really challenging for me. Um, actually I had to cut back to one person a day because I realized how much time I didn't have to carry on five consistent new conversations every single day. Um, so I cut back to one, but the point is I'm reaching out and connecting with that many new people every single day. And think about it. Even if you just reach out to one person every single day for three months, that's 90 new people that you're talking to. You grew your network by 90 people. So how many more signups will you get from that? There's no telling, but it can't be anything but helpful for your business and your growth. So I hope that in that information, um, you guys were able to realize just how important it is to connect with people and not to sell to them. Um, Just remember that there are so many people that need oils in the world. I think that the statistic was that there might be like 3 million or 4 million Young Living members, but there's like 7 billion people in the whole world. So like we're like so not even close (laughs) to having everyone as a Young Living member. And um, the truth in that is you don't need this sale right now. You just don't. I mean, not to say don't try to sell to people and don't remind people of sales and stuff like that. Like, obviously we're here to help people. So if you know that financial issues are a problem, like they are for a lot of people, let them know about the sale, give them an incentive, whatever. But don't feel like you need this sale. Cause guess what? Your next sale is the next person. Like, just remember that there's so many people to reach out to. Your network is endless. You just have to put in the effort to find that. And also building relationships and instilling trust is a way worthier investment than hopelessly attempting to make a sale every single time. Invest in your relationships, instill that trust and build it. You will seriously see so much more of an investment in the long run. And even though patience is hard, when has patience ever not been worth it? Patience is usually only factored in when you're doing something difficult and you need some extra time to get through it. But in the end, it's always worth it because it always gets worked out. So just take the slow road. (laughs) Just realize that a lot of this business, sometimes it's a freaking sprint. Sometimes someone's just ready to sign up because they've been silently stalking you for months. And that's great. But that's not everybody's story. And not all of us have giant social media followings where a ton of people are just throwing their money at us every single day. Because <laughs> I know that <laughs> I am very sure that that doesn't happen to me. But the point is, in the marathon version of this business, you have the residual income, which means that I don't just get like paid a percentage on each each oil, I get paid a percentage of each monthly order, which means that I am constantly getting revenue, no matter my situation, no matter the time I put in, no matter the, you know, life, life happens to you and you can't work for a little while or whatever. That's what we're pushing towards is building up our business and a residual income that can continuously pay for our lives. Even if we get checked out of life for a little bit. Um, and Again, putting forth effort will get reflected in your business for sure. But in the end, we want that residual income so that we can provide for ourselves and our families in a very consistent way. And sharing that with other people is such a blessing because it gives them the opportunity to also pursue that for themselves instead of us deciding that for them. So I'm done. (laughs) 
I actually like that topic a lot more than I thought I would. Um, but of course, join us um, on the calls on Tuesday night on Zoom. Um, it's 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But if you can't, these podcasts are always available. You can listen to any of the previous ones to learn any more about any of the teachings we've done from the Propel Workbook by Nicole Perez. And um, it's just been so fun. So thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week.